Support for the Takeover Lounge is provided by the Arts Foundation for Tucson and Southern Arizona, funded by the City of Tucson and Pima County, with additional support from the Community Foundation for Southern Arizona. Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. It's Friday evening, so you know how we get down here. Uh, we got a special guest with us, man. He's right smack in the middle of us. We got Big Vinci. Yes, how you living, brother? Hey, we doing good, man. Getting better as well every day. How you doing? Oh, man, we are big chilling. Daniela, how you doing today? I'm doing well. She, she out here living her life, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to, that's all I'm going to say about that. I ain't going to expose it on today's show. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Not yet, not yet. Not yet. Uh, but before we dive into uh, the Big Vinci interview, man, I really want to say, you know, RIP DMX. Uh, oh, that was a hard one to wake up to this morning. Uh, last night, you know, rumors were surfacing from bad media outlets, man. Let me just uh, let me just tell y'all real quick, since we are a media company in the media space, stop being that narrative of being the first to get the the story out needs to stop. We need accurate information and we need, you know, correct information. So that transitioning today where, you know, unfortunately we got the news that he did pass away, uh, was hard to wake up to, man. It was hard to to see that on everybody's feed. But um before we get into this, man, I wanna I wanna find out what was y'all like favorite moment or way that you were introduced to DMX? Oh, man. I mean, okay, I'll start, you know. Yeah, you, it's uh, you. Go ahead. Yeah, so, yeah, no, when I was little, man, Cradle to the Grave, I don't know if y'all know that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. He was, yeah, with, I think, Jet Li or whatever. Man, I used to watch that just back to back to back to back to back. Uh, yeah, me and my mom used to watch that all the time. I used to just rap that. The soundtrack, he did the soundtrack and everything, so it was just like a, an album and a movie all in one. Amazing. Right. So yeah, that's like where I first was introduced to him, and then just from there is like wow, definitely, definitely. Yeah, Danielle. I honestly I don't even remember. Really? It's, like always, it's always been like his music's always been playing. I can't remember like one particular moment. Yeah, no, I, I feel that a hundred percent. I think for me. It was my pops, man. My pops used to play uh up in here party <laughs> in his uh in his truck or what, what what was it? He had the he had the Camry, the 2006 Camry back in the day, brown, with wow. two subs in there, two tens. And oh, I'd be driving to preschool and we'd be hearing Let's go. Yeah, that's hard. So Hell man, yeah. shout out DMX one time. Every time I hear that song, oof. It's definitely mm-hmm. something different for me, but such sure. a great guy, such a great guy, Hell such yeah. a legend, man. So RIP DMX one time. But with that being said, let's get into this Big Vinci interview. Uh, Daniela, go ahead and kick us off with it. All right. Um, so I just wanted to know, when did you start rapping and when did you turn it into like a music career for you? For sure. Yeah. Now, so um, me and my my two friends, Josh and Michael, we used to always be like running around the neighborhood and stuff. And one time we were at the park, 
just messing around, messing with some raps and stuff. They were like, nah, you got to do it, B. You got the rap voice and stuff. And I was like, nah, you're crazy. And then, so back then, like, we were young. I was doing, like, just for fun. And then in elementary, uh, I used to have, you know, I was a little player. But I used to have all my little girls. But I would send, like, goodnight messages, little rap messages and shit. Is Yeah, dude. And then whatever. But I was just, like, having fun, right? And then um, moving on, I was – my main focus was basketball. Like, that was my passion, you know. I just focused on basketball. But music was always there. Uh, and then going into junior high, um, shout out to Gernizzi. I don't know if y'all know. I'm sure y'all know Nizi. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was, I went to junior high with him and stuff. He did a talent show in eighth grade. He did a remix to Aston Martin music. And okay. I was there. I watched that. And I was like, yo, crazy. Like, this is like someone I, I knew. Like, the first time I've seen, like, <laughs> someone live that I kind of knew, you know. I was like, mad crazy. Like, so then after that, we were like, freshman year, going into freshman year in high school, me, him, and a bunch of other dudes were always like, send little battles to each other on Facebook, like little paragraphs and shit. Dude. Uh, so, yeah, we hopefully those don't ever come back up. But, <laughs> but yeah, and then from there, uh, like my junior year, I think I was like, you know what, I'm a, we were at my grandpa's house. He's got like a bunch of music stuff. I was like, you know what, I'm going to try and record some stuff. And uh, I really kind of started fading away from the basketball scene as it was as I was closing out my high school years and I uh, transitioned more into the music. And, uh, yeah, from there, just really – took off yeah that's not like he sounded like he practiced that one in the mirror you know what i'm saying <laughs> I <never laughs> he rehearsed that one no cap did, did i really this how it is no bro so before i should let the viewers know yo this is big Vinci's first interview yeah. in the artist space man so blessed i'm humbled we're humbled as as a yes, collective sir. to be able to do this for you and likewise oh, it's gonna be such you're so great at it already. I already got a good a good sense of who you are. So yeah, yeah, thank you. Man. Thank I love how you I love how you mentioned basketball, man, because uh, I was a basketball junkie. I still Let's am. Go. Um, yeah. So how old are you, by the way? Before we, uh, I'm 22, turning turning 23 in July. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, sure. he made, are you older now, boy? <laughs> I am, bro. <laughs> how old are you? I mean, I'd be killing Daniela with this. I'd be like, Daniela, you old. I mean, I just tell Daniela I'm 20, and she'll be like, oh, I'm old. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how old are you, Daniela? I, I don't even know. I'm 26. I'll be 27 in June. For sure. Heck yeah. Yeah, I know. I got like, a, like my cousin, uh, he's like one of my main like partners in the music thing, and all of his homies are older, so I'll be hanging out with all of them. So, yeah, I feel you. I feel that, yeah. So being in this spot, being 20 is funny because everybody's like, oh, today I was talking to Daniela's friend. He thought I was 26, 27. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I do. You look way older than 20. Shit. Like, I'm, looking, I'm looking like I'm pushing 30 already. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, in a good way, though. Not like not like you lost any youth. You just look, you know, you shake. I was like, black, no cracking. Here I am cracking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. But yo, I, I wanted to bring up the basketball piece because, like I said, basketball is a big part of my life. But um, what made you like? What was the ultimate decision? I mean, were you like, I'm not gonna go to play college ball, so I'm gonna pick up the mic and pen, right. or who was it? Um, so I had a, I went to try out, I got to try out at a couple places, didn't really work out, and then uh, there was this college prep team that I actually did a trial for in Phoenix that I killed. Um, that I, I literally they wanted me to go, and I could have went. But I was like, you know what? It's just like that's all I've ever wanted, you know, just to go play basketball, college ball, or whatever. But just just pulling me the other way to the music. I was like, I don't know. I just know this is this is it right here. Like, like 
It's, it was a feeling. It was yeah, a feeling. I couldn't let it go. Yeah, and you took it. That's dope. What was uh? What high school did you go to? I went to Florin Wells. Flowing Wells. Oh, you yeah. so you, you were uh, coached by Teal then. Teal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he known me since I was little, like three years old. Shout out Teal, man. Yeah. Teal's been in the community forever. Now doing the Nation of Barbers stuff, and his his sons oh, still yeah. doing it up. Shout out Nation of Barbers one time. All man. of them. The whole family. The whole Harris family. Got a sponsorship for sure, y'all. <laughs> you heard it. Yeah, you heard. <laughs> so, who was your favorite basketball player growing up? Uh, Chris Paul, man. Like, yeah, from from the Hornets to the uh, Pelicans. They're now the Pelicans, whatever. But you know, back yeah. when he was a little Hornet, oh man. Or like when he in high school, he dropped 60, 61 points, I think, for his grandpa when he passed. Man, oh, I, I was obsessed with Chris Paul. Yeah. So, isn't it dope to see him in the in the Phoenix Suns jersey though? Yeah, it's it's unreal actually. You know, it, it's kind of weird, and he just gets so much better. Like he's so like. Uh, he's like a veteran now for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then that for them to have him, it's just took the whole team up a notch. It's so weird, man. Like, it's funny because people say LeBron ages like fine wine when he's playing, but Chris Paul? Exactly. Same thing. Like, same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, don't, he don't get the shine, though. He don't get the shine for it. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, that's so dope, man. It, yeah. Actually, what about you? Who's your favorite Hooper? <sighs> Mello. Hey, let's go. Okay. Carmelo Anthony, man. Yeah, Syracuse, that. baby. Of course. And then uh, when he was the Knicks, I was really loving him, man. When he was the Knicks. And yeah. I watched Carmelo. I was like, oh, yeah. Carmelo. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That's dope. I love that. Yeah, I was like, can we talk about hockey? Let me tell you about my favorite hockey player. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I knew hockey. <laughs> yeah, did you grow up watching any, any basketball? Um. No, not really, actually. Just straight hockey? I would say, like, more the college and high school years Mm. I did, like, later on, though. Okay. Like, I grew up with hockey, soccer, rugby, and, like, a little football, but those. Wow. Rugby's different, yo. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, what? Scary. (laughs) (laughs) That's <laughs> scary. No, that's cool though. Yeah. Um, Vinci, who were your biggest influences growing up and who are your biggest influences now? Um, just in general or music wise? Let's do both. Okay. Um, I guess growing up in in general, first and foremost, my mother, uh outstanding human being. Um yeah, she's just yeah, I could go for hours. Uh, and then also, you know, let's see, growing up, man, stumping me. Now, um, you know, really, I was my mom raised us, you know, single mother pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. had a stepdad for a while. So it was kind of just me and the, my sisters and my mom. And then from there, yeah, I looked up to basketball players pretty much. Um, I guess now, you know, um, in general, still number one, my mother. But um if we're talking like I'm more on like I'm focused on like uh self growth right now. So I'm like obsessed with Jim Rohn and John Maxwell and a bunch of these like motivational speakers and millionaires and leadership speakers. Um so I'm obsessed with them. I'm really looking up to them trying to um emulate their lifestyles uh and do that. And so that's in general the those I guess, you know. Um music wise though, man, growing up, I don't even know my favorite rapper 
uh, of all time, like this J. Cole for me at least. Um, so I guess growing up, it's always been that. Uh, this man's all the bounty points, no cap. Holy, okay. Well, I'm a huge J. Cole fan, man, no cap. I'm a huge J. Cole fan. Let's go. Let's like, go. No wonder why I mess with your music. <laughs> hey, hell yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. But pretty much music-wise, J. Cole's been there all the way through. Um, but uh, back then, I don't know, I wasn't too in tune with a lot of people. But now, you know, Euros from Vegas. I don't know if y'all know who that is. Um, yeah, he's one of my, like, biggest influences, I feel like, uh, just in the way he he writes and the stuff he writes about um, I learned a lot of rhyming from him. Like I had a rhyme from that listening to him, um, and then I'm now. So like nowadays, yeah, music wise, I'm focusing like most deaf and stuff. Like I've been obsessed with most deaf and mm-hmm. uh, just older stuff, trying to lock into like the real lyricism um, and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely, that's dope, man. Do you remember like your first like J Cole project or song you heard from him? Oh man, it had to be uh, Friday Night Lights or the I think okay. yeah yeah. Yeah, and then uh, from there, it was just diving through the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. And then back then, YouTube suggested the best stuff. Now it's like, what do, what do y'all suggest here for me? But yeah, right. so it, you could just like find songs, you know? But mm-hmm. so yeah, it was just going, what about you? Oh, man. I remember my dad played uh, Who Dat? In the, oh, yeah. The oh, truck. Yeah. that video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that, that happened, and I was like, that dude's fire. What the heck? So I went back, like you said, to YouTube mm-hmm. and fell down the rabbit hole of J. Cole. And yeah. then you like stuck for sure. Yeah. So that's dope. that's dope to hear, man. Hell yeah. Did you like J. Cole's in your? Yeah, not as much as uh as Z and you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me me and Mitch about to like just exclude Daniela out this yeah, like, just for answering this right. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, yeah let me just I'm gonna go ahead and leave. I'm I'm in Phoenix right now. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, enjoy that. <laughs> Let no, you have man. a bro moment. <laughs> yeah, no, that's dope to hear. I'm glad you like J Cole, man. Oh man, of course. I'm glad you like J Cole. What the right. heck? A lot of people give him hate for like yeah. no reason, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No reason, man. Yeah, so it's good to see that somebody is still, you know, they got that, got that frame of mind of, you know, he's a good artist. <laughs> hey, great minds think alike. You know how it is. Exactly. Um, so I want to talk about how I how I uh, ran into you. I, I want to say 2018, 2019, uh, you posted uh, a freestyle, a Drake freestyle on Twitter. Oh, and hey. I think you were in your bedroom, right? I love that one, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I heard, I heard you spitting. I was like, this dude's from Tucson? Ain't no way, because that's when I started getting into the music scene here. So I was like, whoa, all right. So I just kept, like, track with you, but you weren't dropping singles like like that yet, but you were doing the freestyles. So what made you want to start doing the freestyles and posting them on Twitter? Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess kind of just the the stuff I write to the beats that are, um, like, like, big artists used you know some for some reason when i write to those beats that uh they use like i just write some different stuff so uh yeah and i didn't want to like drop those uh, as singles so i was like you know i gotta get it out there though um mm-hmm. so i just like just try and do some instagram videos like freestyle and that was back like when those type of videos were real popping you know yeah um so i was trying to you know get into there but uh yeah i love that video i'm so hyped that you uh you yeah that's, that's what put me on was there anything like that was scary for you at first. Like, I think was that like your first time ever dropping music like that for the first uh, time? Kind of. I mean, I had dropped on SoundCloud for a while, 
Okay. Um, yeah, but that was like my first, I guess, visual appearance rapping mm-hmm. and stuff uh, on Instagram and, and Twitter. Um, but yeah, so it was it was a little scary. But yeah, I was I was mad nervous to become a rapper, bro. I couldn't. I used to. I was. I knew I was gonna have to talk about this, so I was just gonna mention it. I used to not be able to talk in front of a class, like present and stuff, bro. Really? My face would get all red. I'd like, yeah, dude. I just I'd be so nervous, you know. But now it's like, I'm just glad I pushed myself to where I'm at now, you know. Yeah. What What helped you overcome that fear of like presenting or public speaking? For sure. Um, I think you know, t- going into my senior year, I was kind of getting more comfortable. Uh, you know, just, I guess, being myself, you know? Um, so I was getting there, but I was still like, man, in my head, like, I'm never gonna be able to rap on a stage, you know, like blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. just again, that feeling, man, I was so, when, when I write the music and then when it's done, like the feeling I have, like it's, it needs to be said and like nobody else can say it but me, you know? So I gotta, I just gotta push myself to go get the message out there and get the work out there. And, uh, yeah, I knew I had more in me, you know, so I, I just really, I knew I could do it. So I was, wasn't going to be, you know, I can't, I'm not going to be a rapper because I couldn't talk on the stage, you know, like, mm-hmm. like that's not going to be me. I couldn't, I couldn't do that to myself. So I feel that. I mean, it's crazy, Danielle, but you been, I can't, I wouldn't be able to tell from watching his performances, his two performances he's done at TCB that he, you had that. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, man, though, that's good. The first time I saw well, Vinci came up to me and he was like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm like, "Do I know you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> but like, I was like, "Okay," I was like, gave you a hug and everything, and then I saw your profile because Katie showed me you. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay," like he's pretty good. And then the last time we saw you, mm-hmm. you were just like, "Oh, I want to come on the show." This is that. I'm like. Done. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was so surprised. She was like, "Okay, let's book the day." I was like, "Shit." <laughs> yeah, so that's mad love. Yeah, for sure. That's thank you. Yeah. We always say I, now we give you like Danielle is always working, even when we're not supposed to be working. She's always working, and it works out in our benefit because we got Big Vinci up in here for sure doing his first ever interview with us. It's so dope how it works full circle. <laughs> sure, I love it. That's crazy. Um. If you could change one thing in your past, what would it be and why? Okay. Um, I would say if I could, I wouldn't. But I will give you something I would if I hypothetically, you know. I think uh, everything that I did made me better, you know, to this point. I learned from it, you know. If I didn't go through what I did, I would have had to go through it eventually to learn something eventually to learn that lesson. So uh, if I did have to change something, though, uh, it would be – definitely not focusing on women uh, as much as I did. Uh, no shade to women. Women are amazing, obviously, but like, I just, it just took me off track, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, I needed to put my all into what I was doing and I was so like, oh, I'm going to get it anyways. So I'm just going to, but yeah. With little Vinci was out here being a little player out here, you know what I'm saying? Were you were you out here playing? <laughs> oh, I was a bad man. <laughs> no, nah, not too bad. No, I, I mean, you know, I'm a heartbreaker, but I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's too good, man. Kind get that as a, clip that as a segment. You know? Yes, sir. <laughs> we clipping that. We, we were posting that one. <laughs> oh shit. Was it yeah. um? 
Was it just because, like, like you said, was it just because it was taking you off the the focus of music, or was it just like all aspects of your life? Yeah, I mean, I would say everything. Not that like I couldn't have had a girlfriend. Like it was just that like if I had one girlfriend in the states, or like, okay, that wouldn't have been chill. Like just done my thing. But I was so you know. Um, okay. uh, so yeah, it's just uh, I was more focused on, I guess you know, yeah, just doing yeah, all that. I was like, I was myself, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you, um, Thank you. Speaking about like just talking about um, you know how things to focus in on um your creative process, your writing. How do you do that? When does that happen for you? Sure. Um, well, I'll tell you, like 2017 to like 2020 or like tw- the end of 2019, I was writing every day, like mm-hmm. every single day. Um. But YouTube beats, man. As much as people hate on fucking YouTube beats, bro, that's my bread and butter right now, at least. And so some producer that can, and there's one, and he knows who he is, that has been giving me, giving me some shit that I could really feel. Uh, but until someone can give me some shit that I really calls my fucking soul out, excuse my language, uh, no, then can. I, you know. Um, but yeah, usually I be going on YouTube, uh, and I'll know within five seconds of the beat if I'm going to spit on that or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, the sound selection is very important to me. It's like, I don't know. It's like, so I've said it before. It's like when I write on a beat, it's like if something's already written, I'm just fucking get, putting it out there. So when I hear the beat, it's like, nah, nah, that's not it. Like, nah. And then I find the beat. It's like, okay, yeah, we're ready. Like, this is the one I got to speak on. So so you're, you're a pre-writer then, right? You like to write before you even have the beat? Nah, nah. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, I just, whatever the beat tells me to write, oftentimes, sometimes I'll even go like what the beat's named. I'll be like, okay, let's see. Like just to pr- brainstorm some hooks and shit or whatever it is, um, but yeah, nah, it's just I have like I'll I'll be like thinking about some topics that I'm going on in my life that I need to like talk about, vent about, and stuff. Uh, but nah, whenever whatever the beat is calling, if it's a, it can, I could go from like a couple sad ones, and it's like okay, this sad one's really pulling out some fire shit for me, and then the next one I click on, it's like a banger, and I'm like okay, let's get some hype shit on this one because I'm feeling crazy. Shit. So yeah, whatever the beat's just calling for me. I'm really, I could, I swear I can do it all. You guys have seen nothing yet, but yeah. I'm excited. I'm a teacher guy. I'm excited for that then. Shoot. You, <laughs> we haven't seen it all. All right. Let's see it then. <laughs> I know, right? It's just me, bro. What's up? So when you're in these sessions, do you, are you like, is it one song at a time or are you just like everyone? Um, yeah, no, it, it depends. Um, I, I do have a bad habit of not finishing songs. Um, like even if it's like super good, um, I'm just like yeah, whatever. But uh, um, I, I can write I can write like a song in like an hour. I can write a song in like a day, you know, or I can write a couple songs in a day. But often, like if it's something that I really really care about, I'll take a couple of days on it and like uh, make if or if I'm overthinking it, I guess uh, just to make sure it's perfect, you know, I'll take some days on it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Sometimes I can bang a couple out. Sometimes I like to take my time on one. Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. Nice. Um, what are your ways to cope with stress? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Now, number one, uh, first and foremost is staying in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, anxiety is, uh, I have heard this from some monk on TikTok, but anxiety is the apprehension of the future, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so sitting there worrying about things that could or would might not even happen uh it's just not beneficial 
even if it's something, I mean, I guess if it's something good, it's good beneficial, can manifest, whatever. But like staying in the moment, really for me, uh, you know, all week I was, I've been thinking about this and like more excited than anything. But then there's the part where I'm like, okay, what am I, what if something goes wrong? <laughs> I'm like, nah, just, just stay in the moment. And when it comes just from the heart, you know, whatever is supposed to come out. Uh, so that's the number one thing is staying in the moment. Um, I think breathing really helps me because mm-hmm. uh, I do a lot of meditating, um, but like breathing deep breaths, like I should probably take a deep breath right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that really helps me. It just keeps me calm, you know, and doing things that I love. I guess uh, if those are the top two, the number one, three, the th- number three is uh, spending time with my family members. It just uh, kind of just makes everything go away. Some magic, it's just magical or some shit. I don't know. But like, yeah. Those are, that's a solid three right there. Thank you. Uh, what was it? Staying present, breathing, and yeah. family time for sure. Yes, How was it with uh, COVID and uh, the quarantining? What was that like for you? Okay, yeah. Um, it was definitely different, you know, because it was like the biggest buzzkill that could have ever hit my music career. Because I did 2019, I busted out 40 shows trying to get my feet wet, right? Wow. 20, 2020 starts. I'm blessed enough to know uh, Rip D and uh, Danny Foster. And uh, we went on tour with uh, Demrick, right? Yeah. And so I was, yo, crazy. Like, who knew? And I could be doing this. Shit's happening off the strength of the music. Uh, and then get home, bang out some songs, and then boom. And I'm like, you're not leaving your house. But <laughs> so it was, it was, it was tough. Uh, definitely a buzzkill. That's when I uh, just sat on all that music for the whole summer, and then didn't want to put anything out. It messed up my whole plan for that year. Right. Um, so it was a struggle for sure, but had to just power through, you know. I'm glad I just kept my job for sure. That's why right. coming in. But, yeah. That's dope. That's interesting. I, I knew you went on tour because I, I saw uh, an old video with uh, right. when you came back from tour. And you told right. everybody, yeah, I'm back on tour, so I'm going to let you do this. But um, I didn't know you went on tour with uh, with uh, Rip D and uh, Danny Foster. Yeah, yeah. So um, what was that like? Jeez, um, I uh, big old burp. No, but uh, it was dope, man. I uh, funny story how I met Rip, but like the the tour was it was amazing. You know, I was a uh, I was worried because I didn't really know uh, Danny or Woodrow at the time. I didn't know him too well, uh, yeah. but I'm friends real life with his cousins, uh, so it's kind of like a little connection. Um, but I was supposed to ride with them all the way up through the states and everything, and I was like, damn, like like I don't even know him too well. But he was like, yeah, just come on, and so. Thank, thank God, such a nice guy and really fucking genuine. Uh, we became real good friends on that trip. Uh, so it was nice. It was it was a blast. Uh, but yeah, much love to both of them. What was your What was your favorite city to hit? Um, it's a good question, man. I don't know. I got mad love for Albuquerque. A lot of people don't love Albuquerque, mm-hmm. but just because they this full they were coming up giving me free weed and stuff, and I was like, <laughs> yo, bring it in. No, but um. <laughs> And then Denver, Denver got snowed out, kinda. So it was a little, it was a bummer. Uh, still dope as hell. Um, and then Colorado Springs, I think, was the last one. That was, that was fun. That was that was a good time. That actually, nah, that has to be my favorite time because I don't know if y'all saw uh, Danny's recap video. We like raced in the parking lot. Yeah, and all, yeah. And then he slipped on the ice. We were talking about it right before the video. We're like, no, we can't slip on the ice and shit. This fool slips on the ice. And then yeah, it was dope. It was dope. Like, bro, we talked about this before we even started filming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. It was so funny, man. That's cool. How old were you at that time then? Um, 22? 20, 21? 
Yeah, okay. I was just I could get into bars and stuff, so I had uh oh no, wait. Don't let me <laughs> I just spoiled my stuff. Uh yeah, no, I was yeah, 21. Yeah, I was 21, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's dope. Or or 20, bro. Forgive me. <laughs> One day. It has to be it has to be crazy going on tour, like right as you start your 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 journey of music, right? Yeah, it was like, weird. Oh, this is how I started off. I'm going on tours. Whoa. Yeah, hundred percent. Shock for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't know if I was ready, you know, because mm. um, like I did forty shows, but like uh, I was still nervous. Like I'd never been to another city where, like here, I'm like I could say I'm from Tucson, so I kind of get some some love automatically. Other cities, I gotta like just bring the music, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, it was definitely a shock, but I'm just blessed that that happened to me for sure. Definitely. That's definitely dope. I was trying, you know, hate him or love him. Rip D got a good uh, a good ear for music uh, regardless. Uh, sure. So for him to even, you know, bring you on board and, and that says a lot. That speaks volumes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got a good ear for music, man, and you can't take that from him. So how's yeah, Rip D for doing that, man? Put Helping Big Event. So is he still a mentor in your music journey? Uh, yeah. Um, more on just life journey, I guess. Okay. Uh yeah, me we gotta we we got some maybe working on some music stuff soon. Um, but yeah, just uh, I met him like a couple of weeks before I even he even knew me through the music, so it's kind of weird. We were friends for a second. Uh, we are obviously, but you know, um, yeah. So he's kind of just a little life mentor. You know, we were on the phone last week, so it was tight. That's dope. That's dope, man. Hi. Um, did you pick up any like hobby or anything during the quarantine? Um. Man, nah. My, I guess one of my biggest hobbies that I'm kind of like getting away from is game, video gaming. So like, I was just going to to town, you know, just gaming, <laughs> shooting dudes, freaking doing missions. You know what it is. Um, so yeah, I just kind of dove into that, lost myself. Were you were you out there Twitch streaming? Nah, dude. I wish I've done it a couple times. Look at it. <laughs> no, I know, dude. I know everyone tells me my whole family, all my homies and stuff. Uh, but. Yeah, you know, I need to. I be I be getting on my cousin's head about this stuff, man. I'd be like, yo, you can make passive money by doing this game and stuff, but you want to yeah. just – two extra steps. All you got to do is add two extra – you got to record and then post. So yeah. You, you don't want to do that for some bread. <laughs> but, know. Hey, you know, us, TakeOver Lounge, we live on Twitch tonight. So shout out to Twitch. You know what I'm saying? If you're shout watching out on Twitch. Twitch, shout out to you. Uh, so, but exactly. Amazon Prime, you got the free sub. <laughs> That was big Vinci, man. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead, go ahead and take a halftime little break, thirty minute, little not thirty minute mm. break, but run this thirty minute spot of our interview. So with that being said, we're gonna play the new episode, episode twenty two of the Couch. We got a new host, ladies and gentlemen, for this Couch segment, and yo, she killed it. Um, she goes by the name of Erica. I'll let her do her spot, her 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 little thing, and yo, you tell us what you think about it. Uh, let us know in the comment section how y'all felt about it. But here are things from Arizona that just dropped, and here's the couch. Hey, y'all. It's Secret Erika, a.k.a. EBZ. And you tapped in episode 22 of The Couch, presented to you by Takeover Media. All right? So today I'm here just to let you guys know about music projects and songs dropped straight from Arizona that y'all need to be on. So without further ado, let's get into it. 
We got these buster ice cold. Okay, it'll give you a little trippy scent vibe. Y'all gonna like it. Second on the list, Soul Point. All I want, all you want, you gonna get it. Okay, you want it, you will get it. You can. Third one, we got Masic next time around. Y'all gotta bump this. Windows down, sunroof open, it's fine. And last but not least, we got Peace Every Man by Kyrie Cody. Y'all, if you do not tap into this, you're missing out. So go ahead and do yourself a favor and tap in with these artists, okay? They go crazy and it's good music. It's crazy. It's crazy how much music and artists we be sleeping on, but that is what Takeover Media is here for. To put y'all up. So tap in with us. Cartel Coffee Lab is the place to get coffee, especially if you are in Arizona. They have locations in Tucson and in Phoenix. The specific location is the downtown spot in Tucson. This is definitely the place to come to for a first date, you know what I'm saying, or even to crank out some work or hold a little meeting. Now, let's say you aren't into coffee like that. Well, you're just in luck because they have other options, like their teas. If you were to ask me what I would recommend, I would definitely say the chai tea with a splash of almond milk will do wonders. It's absolute fire. You can find links to Cartel Coffee Lab on our website, takeoverlounge.com. Thank you, Cartel, for sponsoring Takeover Lounge. Cartel Coffee Lab makes beverages so good they should be illegal. I laugh at that that part every time. Like Cartel that. Coffee Labs makes coffee so good they should be Cartel Coffee. I don't know if y'all I don't know if y'all was liking that or not, but um, I hope y'all did. <laughs> but um, yo, shout out Erica. She did her thing on the couch. She was hella nervous before even doing it, but she definitely killed that. So oh, yeah. expect her to be doing that segment more often. And yo, we are back with the Big Vinci. Interview. We had a little break. Oh, he's doing a little little plug. What is that? Oh, this that next level hydrogen water. Um, yeah, hydrogen water. Yo, it's good for you. Let's see if we can get this in there. He's like <laughs> great <Hey>. value <laughs> out here. Out here. <laughs> nah, this is like one of the stocks I invest in. The brand that holds it. So that's why I got it. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, wait a minute. You gonna put us on real quick? Go, yeah, so off- financial tips from a uh, big tip from big off stream. Off stream, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know what it is. I want I want to know more about what did it say? What does it help you with hydrogen water? Oh yeah, hydrogen water. Uh, yeah, zero calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, uh, zero caffeine, and then uh. Let's see what it's an anti-fatigue, anti-trauma, morning, noon, and night hydration. You're supposed to drink three of them a day, but they're fucking expensive as hell right now. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I for at least for the people in my house and stuff, like I had when I, I had a headache this one day, drank it, bro, gone. Like before I finished the bottle, my sister was feeling off. She said, I've been feeling like for like three days, I've been feeling off. And I was like, yo, you gotta test this water, tell me. And I was like, and then she drank it and then 
uh, we were in the kitchen. She like told my mom, she's like, I can't tell him, but it didn't feel better, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, let's go. So it, it, so far, dude, it, it's amazing. Uh, and it, I drink it. I work in the sun and stuff. So I come home, I drink one. And then I could, I don't know, just makes me feel a little bit more not dead, you know, like it, okay. definitely a little bit more alive for sure. Yeah, Danella would have to, a bone to pick with you because uh, liquid death is her drink of her her her, her water choice. Yeah. Is that fire? I've actually never had it. That shit looks dope, though. It's good. Yeah? Okay. I, I, I got a lot of heat on my Instagram the other day when I posted it. They're like, are you are you drinking beer? Is that a Modelo? I'm like, oh, wow. y'all need to relax. This, this is right. a tag for y'all. All you got to do is click on it and it says mountain water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, come on, y'all. Y'all do your research before y'all come at me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah, let's dive straight into the second half of the Big Vinci interview. Uh, we'll have Danielle kick us off from the second half. All right. If you could pick any superhero power, what would it be and why? Oh, man. um, Dude, this is so good. My whole life I got, I've pondered this question. But uh, I don't know, man. You know, Probably, probably, uh, just like invincibility. Like Superman can take bullets and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I just yeah. Or like if not that, then uh, dude, I'm trying to. There's so many. Oh my gosh. Um, like either like some super speed or like invisibility or something like that. I don't know. Huh? Yeah. Invisibility. What big bitch wants to be invisible? Hey man. Hey. <laughs> Not like that, yo. (laughs) I don't know, you know. (laughs) Nah, I feel you. That's interesting. I like how you said Superman taking bullets like Superman because uh, me and my cousin were uh, debating this yesterday. Uh, People that don't know, my cousin's my roommate as well. So we spent a lot of time talking about (laughs) topics that are just stupid. But uh, we were just saying that like Superman's kind of like over hyped, we feel. Y'all don't agree? I mean, how so? Vinci, you want to be my new co-host? <laughs> yeah, I'm I totally. <laughs> just take me off the platform. Yeah, let me just, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and. <laughs> no, but the reason why we said that was because um, we feel like after that, after giving this super this superhero so many abilities not to die, like you had to go to like outer space to, yeah. to you know, get a crypt, like his kryptonite. It's like kind of like all right, but all these other superheroes, you know, you could kill them. I mean, like they're not. Besides Wolverine, of course, that's that's another another story. But we're just kind of like he's kind of overhyped, man. You know, I rather I rather get like a, a Batman, wealthy, you know, millionaire guy that's human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Batman. Love said Batman. They killed Superman though. They did kill Superman though, but they had to go to, go to space. But that that's just that's the that's the tangent. That's all. That's all we were talking about, and it was late at night, and we just got that <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. So that was that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for sure, I feel that. I respect it. Uh, what do you, I gotta know? What do you get? What would you guys have for superpower wise? Yeah. Uh, mine was well, mine was some like time. Oh, time! Yeah. Yeah, making more Rocking time, time changing time. Yeah, controlling. That'd be crazy. Time. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I always get like big bench. I get stumped on this one. I'm just like, whatever, whatever they want to give me, throw it right. to me. Yeah. Roll the dice. You know what I'm saying? Even Aquaman was has like a lame superpower. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, that 
But he makes it do. You know what I'm saying? He does what he does. So I'll make the most out of any superpower I get. There you go. What is Aquaman's superpower? He he can breathe underwater and control control the fish. (laughs) Yeah. Gang. Jason (laughs) Simone. <laughs> oh, now you got my attention. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Wow. So I want to talk about some new things that you've been working on, Big Vinci. Um, I saw the new music video for one of my favorite songs off the off the uh, project, Love Yourself. Um, I I was listening to that song on the way back from Phoenix. Um, this was I was in I was in college at ASU this time last year. So I was coming back down, and uh, you dropped the project, and I was like, you know what? Let me give this a listen. And "Love Yourself" stuck out to me, and I was like, yo, this is a song I'm a bump. So, so seeing the music video for it now, a year later, is pretty dope to see, for sure. So yeah. I know how you teamed up with uh, Sincere as well, and how for that's sure. happening for you? Yeah, no, that's actually crazy. Uh, he's actually my sister's boyfriend right now, uh, or right now. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sincere, you watching this, man? Hey. You didn't mean nothing by it. You didn't mean yeah, nothing right. by it. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, nah, no, nah, he's dope. I actually, I played against him uh, basketball in high school a couple times. Okay. So, so we we knew each of each other and stuff. Uh, so it's cool that we could uh, really connect on the music side as well uh, and get some workout. And he he's really motivated. Wants to wanted to. He was his his idea to shoot a video for it. So I was like, oh hell yeah, let's go then. You know, so hell yeah, that's dope. I I was looking through your YouTube channel and uh, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> Love, love yourself, and son. You yeah. call that song "Son" before "Love Yourself," and I was like, yeah. I was "Son," and I was like, "Wait a minute, ain't, ain't that one I just heard?" So, <laughs> yeah, what, what made you change it? Uh, I don't. When I first wrote it, because uh, I said it starts off and "Son," it's about where you going, where are you from? You know, I was kind of like talking to the uh, younger me, um, and then I was like, you know, I, if anything, I could like show this like my kids or something like. I just right. talking to myself was I was like my dad's son, you know, so like stuff like that. So yeah. that's, I then I changed it because uh my bad, yeah. No, now uh um I've been focused on or like the past couple of years, I just focused on self love mainly, uh, because it just only you know, you search you can't search for no feeling that that these people can't even give you. The feeling that you can get from yourself is bigger than any other feeling that someone could give you. So yeah. uh I had to focus on that, and I really wanted to send that message through um, the song more than I'm talking to the younger me. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Thank you, bro. I would have I would have messed with it either way. You really called the son, love yourself. Oh, yeah. I would have liked it either way. So, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm noticing a trend here with uh, Big Vinci. Um, I remember back in the this day, you were you were playing with um, changing your name. You wanted to change your name and. <laughs> <laughs> see yeah like yeah see i'm a fan you know what i'm saying like so before i'm an interviewer i'm a fan hey, so, I'm up for you for a so i hope you i hope you don't take it like i'm, I'm trying to come at you i'm, I'm a oh, fan i want to no, know you oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i love it i appreciate you so much so but, what made so, you want to change your name at first from uh i don't even know what was it big 520 right yeah it was big 520 okay. uh so originally, like my initials are B.I.G. So I just wanted to be big. I just want to be B.I.G. Mm. Um, but different, like I wasn't gonna be able to do that because I'd be sued eventually or who knows, blah, 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 a bunch of stuff, whatever. So right. I didn't want to go down that route. Um, and and then uh, 
So I was big five twelve, but my alter ego was kind of like Young Vinci, as I'm mm. obsessed. I was obsessed, still am, but not as much. So uh, with Leon- Leonardo da Vinci, you know, mm. uh, genius. Um, and so I called myself Young Vinci, whatever. And then that was like, I had that for like two years as my alter ego. And then I was like, you know, changing my name, thinking of stuff. Uh, you know, big obviously is my initials, and then Vinci. It's like the grown up version of Young Vinci now. Um, right. So I did that. I had a couple different ideas in mind, and. Uh, you know, don't tell nobody, but I'm still worried, wondering if I might change it. So who knows? Oh man, we're gonna see another name change soon. It's oh, funny I got a bunch of ideas. when I say when I say think of big, I was thinking like you're gonna be, you know, big. Right, <laughs> right. But when I met when I met Big Vinci, um, you're not you're not that big. <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> so it was just funny because like I. I thought about that. I was thinking of Big Sean too, because when people right. at first when Big Sean came out, what a big that was that was Sean. Yeah. But now looking at him now, he, he is Big Sean now for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. So you definitely got to you grow you grow into your name. You're growing into your name. So That's if you change right. it now, I'm gonna be really kind, I'm gonna be kind of mad at you. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But all right, all right. As long as you're hearing me, I saw you. And I'm mad. <laughs> Um, how would you describe your sound of your new songs that you're, because you did, um, you performed them at, was it Bar With Friends? Yeah. Yeah. So how would you describe that sound compared to your other songs? Oh man. Um, definitely more emotional and, uh, on the deeper side. Like I I don't usually talk about my emotions too much. I have a bunch of, I'm really good at it, but, um, I don't too much, um, (laughs) So that was all post breakup stuff. That was like, mm. I uh, luckily, luckily I have the music that I can put my my stuff, my energy that I need to get out into that instead of going crazy, you know, or whatever. Um, so, uh, refresh me, my bad. What? Oh, oh yeah, the energy of the song. Sorry. Yeah. um yeah those are definitely more emotional and in touch with like who i am and how i was hurt uh compared to the last ones those are like i'm i was trying to um prove to myself still that i'm a great artist and i'm trying to show people uh that i can rap which i don't need to do anymore um but so yeah this is just more personal for sure definitely more personal vibe on these ones that i wrote that's dope i'm excited for people to hear this uh you know it's funny because, uh, you know, I remember I was thinking about, like, Bryson Tiller when uh, mm. when he dropped Trap Soul and he was all heartbroken. And then he got he got a girl. And then everybody was like, oh, the music ain't going to be the same. He ain't going <laughs> to be heartbroken. So, like, it's, it's definitely true as far as just, like, the feeling of yeah. going through something like that. So, even when you're performing, you can still feel the the energy of like, yo, this is this is my truth. This is how yeah. I feel. so the fact, the, the fact to be that vulnerable on stage and even through your music says a lot about you, brother. And Thank you. Bro. You know, one of the most vulnerable artists I know and that we all know is Trauma. Oh and, man, let me Love tell you, it. you can strike a chord, man. I. I never gone through drug drug abuse and misuse, but um, hearing her music makes me feel like I have. Yeah, you know what I'm so definitely yeah. when you're able to strike a chord with something like that, that you also have the ability to do. Thank you. Volumes, you know what I'm saying? 
I appreciate that. Keep it up, man. I'm excited for people to hear this. this Thank you. Yeah, me too. Speaking of new stuff, um, you were recently featured on uh, uh, Manny Meg's project. Do I, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Manny, being who Manny is, being an up-and-coming, like, hot producer out of Tucson. Man, man. What was it like to get that, that like, call or that acknowledgement of, hey, do you want to be on my, my album? Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely uh, a great feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some reassurance that I needed, because I look for acknowledgement in the wrong places, uh, at mm-hmm. least the local scene. Um, so for someone that dope to want me on their project with a bunch of art- other artists that I think are crazy dope, uh, you know, I was just like, man, I'm, I'm on the right path. I just, you know, this dude's fucking with me. Then just got to keep rocking with it. Uh, it was definitely reassuring and motivating for sure. Definitely. Yeah. You, you came on that thing and you held your own. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, Thank you, bro. Definitely one of my favorite projects on that song. Uh, one of my favorite songs on that project as well. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you didn't let you didn't get intimidated. I was I was yeah. excited. Like, oh, it's big right there. Ah! Yeah, Manny, yeah. Manny played that song. I, me and Manny, where were we? Me, Manny, and Emzyme, uh After Bar with Friends, we were in the car. This was before the drop of uh, yeah. his song, and he's playing the album, and it gets to your track. I'm like, is that Big Vinci? And he's like. Yeah, you know, so I was like, no way you you and him work because I was I really wanted I wanted to A and R that I wanted it to be yeah. like, hey, Megs, this is big mission, oh, yeah. y'all y'all do the thing, but he beat me to it. So man, if you're watching this, man, uh, forget you, um, you owe me A and R credit. <laughs> hey, side note, real quick, uh, I'm sure a lot of people don't know. I don't know what kind of what version he showed you. I had this little skit too to the song that we ended up got taken off, but it was hard. It's cool. I I haven't heard that, but what was it? Was it like kind so, of grime? was it in there? Yeah, because he was he was a. Uh, it's kind of a side of myself that a lot of people don't know. The street side, like, mm-hmm. is, you know, did bad shit. But uh, I had to get tap into that. And um, so at the beginning, I say, just tell them call me when they back, bro, and make sure all that shit exact. Like I'm talking to someone, like mm-hmm. the deal, like where yeah, you know, but it happened. And then in the end, it was, it went down. The exchange they, they showed up the, and there was like a little skit back and forth and then mm-hmm. ended up shots getting popped off and then it was dope though too because the shots went off and it went right into the kick of the next song so i was like oh that's so hard but <laughs> it ended up not making the album so i, I don't know what hard feelings or nothing um but it definitely pushed me to a different level i wanted to get more um more advanced with the way i wrote that but i think i did good yeah no, you definitely held your own and uh i see i see that we got hashtag deluxe version so manny if you're watching Got you know what to do. You know what to do. <laughs> oh, hey, Manny's watching. Manny, Manny. always watches this. No That's cap. Good. Manny, Manny be sending me screenshots late at night, like, yo, look at your face, how it looks. I'm like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Manny, no. Go home sleeping. It's 3 a.m. Go to sleep, kid. <laughs> I love that. Manny's real, man. Shout out to him. But yeah, uh, no, Manny is definitely one of the best producers out here right now. Um what who do you want to work with next? Do you wanna do you have any oh, big features lined up? I mean, not as, as far as the city as well and in, in the state, but also with like imagine your craziest dreams. Oh man, craziest dreams. They're gonna be wanting to feature with me. But uh <laughs> let's go. Uh no, in the city for sure. Um amazing. I wanna I wanna leave with amazing. Uh mm. he is underrated as hell, man. Uh and then ASCII, of course. 
when me and Askeling gets gonna be nuts, man. Nuts. Uh I can't wait for that. But he's like he's just so good, bro. So I gotta get there. I gotta bring my A game all the time as well. Um and mainly that's just me mentally. Uh so but I'm excited for that. Them two mainly, and then also um round one, I wanna link with him. Ooh. So yeah, love that it. has to happen. Daniela can make that happen though in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> and then oh also uh uh, Tommy Will, man, me and Tommy need some songs too. That he's like one of my biggest uh, influences in the city, local rap scene, at least. Like, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, I asked all my questions. That's all your questions, right there. Before we actually start out of this, I want to say we need to say shout out to the beat retreat that's going on that uh, Hostetto put on, Ozzy put on today. Uh, I don't know if they're watching this; they're probably in the you know, in the zone doing anything. But um, we want to give a shout out to all the producers that are linking up, do a beat retreat. Uh, that means goodies for the artists out here because they're going to have a lot of beats to be shipping out and sending to people. So be on the look. Check your emails. You know what I'm saying? Check your emails. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's dope. Big Vinci, man. It was an honor to have you on here and for us to be your yeah. first ever interview. How do you feel after that? Oh, great, man. I uh, I think I think I did good. I was so nervous, more excited than anything. But uh, man, super blessed to be here. Just yeah, thank you guys so much man. for having me. You're killing it, man. Before we let you go, we want to know what's next for Big Vinci. What do you got working on right now? What what just happening? Uh, so much stuff. You know, stay tuned with the Gritty City Entertainment. Uh, they, I got a bunch coming to there. So many so many things in the works. Um, but me, uh, music was gonna drop a couple singles. Um, some of the post breakup stuff um and some and some more visuals this this summer for sure so look out for the singles in the coming weeks and then some visuals after that baby that's awesome you want to see you live again at some point hopefully oh, yeah yeah uh yeah i can't tell y'all but yeah oh he said you can't tell us okay cool we will we gonna you're gonna keep a lookout you, you know got it. I, I i should be li- i should be live uh somewhere like i don't know if it's gonna be somewhere on the east side the 16th or the 17th for okay. a 420 weekend thing um and then I got uh, some some surprise. So, okay, sounds good. So y'all heard it here first, man. Make sure you tap in with Big Vinci. Um, I, I walked outside on our break today. I guess I had to tell you guys. Uh, my dad comes out. He's like, "You look like Bruno Mars and Will Smith, kind of like thrown <laughs> together." So, with the honor of that, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, we uh, y'all next week, Big Vinci, where can they find you at, man? Hey, Instagram, Vinci Rabs, uh, Twitter, Vinci Rabs, uh, SoundCloud, BIG underscore 520, just in case you want to see the vault. Um, and then, yeah, Big Vinci on all streaming platforms. Thank you so much. That's awesome. And you know where you can find us. You can find us at Lounge Takeover. Uh, you can follow Takeover Media for all things Arizona hip hop. You can follow me personally at Z underscore underscore G-I-V. You can follow Daniela at Danny Rowe Takeover. And the best producer, executive producer behind the screen, you can follow him at the Mankind Podcast or at Podcrafty if he allows you to. Um, so with that being said, we're going to holler at you next week. We're going to go ahead and shimmy our way out of here. You know what I'm saying? Because we got the, the whole 70s vibe coming out of me right now. So we see you all next week, 8 p.m. Friday. We out of here, man. <laughs>